What's going on guys? Welcome to Big Doss Vlogs. Today is a new episode of the Man Cave Podcast. I have a highly requested guest that was epic coming on the show. I'm super excited about. Um, before this episode starts, I just want to let you guys know that I have a brand new channel, the Man Cave. It's an exclusive channel for this podcast where I'm also going to be posting daily episodes. So if you guys like this video, make sure you subscribe to that channel and enjoy this episode. What up, guys? Welcome to the Man Cave Podcast. I am here today with a very special guest, Juan Carlos Gonzalez, a.k.a. That Was Epic. What's going on, man? What's going on, bro? Nice How you doing? Here. Pretty good, man. Thank you for having me. It's 9 in the morning. We don't have whiskey right now, which is rare, but we got coffee, so we're going to make a little toast. Cheers to that. Funny thing is, I thought you were going to have whiskey, and I thought we were going to have to lie to the viewers about what time it was. <laughs> I mean, I got whiskey if you need it. This Irish is, cream or what's it yeah, called? A little Irish cream. Yeah. This is, um, everyone's been asking me for this episode. Every time I put out a podcast, that was epic. We need that was epic. I can't imagine why. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's just crazy thinking about everything that we've been through together. Um, every time that I think about it, it's just insane. And, and the crazy thing is people don't know that we were childhood friends. Um, what we've known each other since we were 10 years old, right? I think since like 05 or 06 or something. Yeah, whenever, it's whenever like you moved into the, the neighborhood, Forest Hills. Yeah, it's been like 13 or 14 years now. It's, and it's crazy because I remember the day that you moved in so vividly because in our neighborhood, there, there's not a lot of kids. And um, there was me, my brother, and my neighbor from across the street who's a lot younger than me. And we would always hang out. It is a really small neighborhood, and it's mostly just like older people. And one day we were just riding our scooters, little Razor scooters, and we go to the like top of the hill because the neighborhood was on a hill and there's two cul-de-sacs that kind of drop down and you can kind of see down into each cul-de-sac. So we're cruising, scooter gang, and um, I look down and I see like 10 kids playing in the cul-de-sac and I was like, oh my God, because I knew that house had just been Jackpot. sold. <laughs> I was like, no way. So we, we mobbed down the hill in our little Razor scooters. You guys have like all these like, I, I still remember you have like the Razor uh, bike ramps or the skateboarding ramps, like those black ones. Yeah. And you guys are shooting hoops, having a great time. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. And I went in and I introduced myself and you guys are super nice. And I, it was the best day of my life. And we became best friends instantly. Before you introduced yourself, remember, I, I, I had never even met you. We'd never even talked to, talk to each other or anything yet. Uh -huh. And I, I see you at the top of the hill, you and Landon. Uh-huh. Um, um, I saw, I see you guys coming down on your uh, scooters and you just hit, <laughs> you just hit that ramp without even saying hi. No way. Anything. Actually, you were at the top of the hill before we introduced <laughs> ourselves. You came down the hill, just hit my ramp, went flying. The, you don't remember this? No. I don't you remember. fell on your back, instantly got up, grabbed the basketball and then went to dunk on the neighbor across the street. Remember? <laughs> and you dunked on his hoop. And the hoop fell. Rolled his hoop I over, remember that. And then you rolled out of the way yeah, before I, the I, hoop <laughs> hit you in the face. And then you were like, hi, I'm Dawson. <laughs> I, I knew right then and there <laughs> that I was a jackass. That's so funny. I don't remember the scooter part, but I do remember dunking on the hoop and it, it's like going back and forth. I look up, it's coming down right. The, the rim's about to hit me right in the head and I just roll out of the way. I did all that before I introduced yeah, myself. Yeah, you you guys came in on scooters, rolled down, and I, maybe you were trying to look cool. And what, what I a, thought you were what a cool. showboat I was! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh man, all these new kids in the neighborhood. I just got to show off. I was like, I'm about to pull off this stunt 
of the century because <laughs> that was that was right around the time when i first saw jackass which um was the inspiration to everything that i do everything that we did and i probably was just like you know i just got to do some crazy shit and press these kids and we'll yeah. be friends and it worked yeah so i believe that was um you moved in in the summer and i believe that was the summer going into sixth grade right you only yeah. went to regency place for one year one year and so you move in we become best friends we start hanging out every day playing outside um you know all the kids these days you guys stay indoors you play games it's not cool play outside get outside that's all we did and um, i remember the day that i found out that we were in the same class in sixth grade my mom called me she's like hey i just went and checked the um the sheet out that they post like on the window which is super old school. They used to post the sheets on the windows of the school to say which class you're in. Yeah. And she's like, you, you and Juan are in the same class together, and the, your new neighbor friend. I was like, yeah! Were we, weren't we even <laughs> Miss Roberts by each other at one point? Yeah. And then, and then they figured out that we were going to be trouble. They had to separate yeah. us. <laughs> and I, I just remember, I was thinking this morning about all the crazy stories that we have, um, because you're only my neighbor for, what, three years, right? Yeah, three Three short years and then you moved to mexico which we'll dive into here in a bit but um yeah one of the funniest I, I have two memories that came to mind when i was thinking this morning before you came over about just you know our history together and one of them is i remember we were sitting in class we we're sitting next to each other in the middle of class you pull out the tip of a bow and arrow like a sharp one that has like five blades coming out of it and you just start carving into your desk. I was like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> You're like, bro, I found this in your driveway before it was, school. It was your dad's. It was my dad's because my dad hunts and he had, for some reason, the tip of one of his bow of his uh, arrows came off and was just sitting in the driveway. And for some reason, I mean, the bus stop was kind of outside of my driveway. You found it. And you're carving you and your girlfriend's name into your desk with a heart. You and Paige Malinowski. Wasn't it Haley or, or Haley? Oh, okay. Yeah, one, one was a little player. I mean, it's hard to imagine. I'm going to pop up the picture on the screen right now. Just look at him. Imagine this kid being a player in sixth grade. Hard to imagine, but he did it. He always had it in him. <laughs> you looked like, hey, Arthur, kind Never of. Never got past hugging, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hugs. But yeah, you start carving into your desk, and I'm like, dude, you can get in a lot of trouble for this. Put it away. You wouldn't put it away. Like the teacher walks by, you like put it in your pocket. The thing like, is, we used to have we used to have our own desks in Mexico, and everybody would have the same desk forever. And we all used to just carve our names into our desks. <laughs> I figured I was gonna claim it that was one. normal. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of the memories that I that I thought of. And this next one is amazing. This um, this kind of defines who who we were and who we were going to become. We had no idea. Um, I remember one morning. It was a cold winter morning. It was a it was one of those days where you're hoping that it's going to be a snow day and then they end up having school. And your sister, Carla, rings our doorbell at about 8 o'clock in the morning, 8.15 in the morning. Um, and I was like, what the heck? Wait, my mom answered the door. Hey, it's Carla. She said, um, she said that she needs a glass of hot water. I was like, what? She comes into the kitchen because she didn't want to go to your parents' house because she knew you'd get in trouble. 
Um, Juan has uh, his tongue stuck to the pole <laughs> at the bus stop. <laughs> I need some hot water. <laughs> and so we get hot water. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And I go up with you, and, and you're out there. And the bus is sitting there waiting, and <laughs> you're just outside the bus with your tongue stuck to the pole. You can't even, <laughs> you can't even get on the bus. All the kids on the, in the, inside the bus are just laughing at you. <laughs> and we run up. We pour the hot water on uh, the pole, and your tongue slides I mean, it doesn't come right off. It took a piece of your tongue with it. <laughs> yeah. We had to yeah. push you off a little bit. Yeah, I was also embarrassed and kind of trying to rush everything. So before we were able to fully get it, you're supposed to do it slowly, you know, pour the water off and like slowly pull it off. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't handle it. So I just kind of ripped. I tugged and uh, yeah, a little there was a, tip of my tongue. There was a chunk, a pretty good sized chunk of your tongue on the pole. Good thing that, that your tongue grows back so fast. So I didn't know that until I learned it by a uh, hard experience. Yeah. And this was in seventh grade, I want to say. Um, yeah, yeah, and we, I thought we that you were the shit. Everyone was talking about it at school. You were the hot commodity of the day. Everyone's talking about how Juan got his tongue ripped off on a pole. And I was like, after school, I'm going to do it too. <laughs> <laughs> so I wait till three o'clock. The bell rings. We all meet up outside where uh, the cars pick you up. I was like, all right, here it goes. And I didn't think it was going to work. Stuck my tongue to the pole. Boom. Instantly stuck. I was like, holy shit, as you were. <laughs> and everyone's laughing. And I see my mom's car coming, and there's a line until she gets to me. So I'm like, all right, I guess we just got to rip this thing off. I was like, I want to be as badass as Juan. So boom, rip it off. And dude, the, the size of the, ch there was a chunk about that big, about an inch, an inch, what? <laughs> But an inch wide, about an inch tall, just like a square piece of my tongue sitting there, which was awesome. So pretty much ever since then, we've uh, been gaining attention by making fools of ourselves. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so we, there's apparently there's old video clips of us because you were a huge Bam Margera fan. Yeah. Viva La Bam. That's you love that shit. And I loved Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Those were my guys. So we kind of teamed up and we started making home jackass videos. I still have some of the tapes. Uh, Jackass Jr. We had a whole squad. We'd make little movies doing stunts. You, you said your mom has a lot of that stuff too, yeah, right? Yeah, she still has all of it, actually. How do we get that? So I was actually just in Mexico, and I asked her about it, and she uh, she has it all just packed away, so I, I, I didn't get it that time, but um, we I, gotta just get to, it. I just have to ask her for it. She did show me the camera. She still has it, the one that we used really? to use. I did hold that in my hand. No way. Dude, I used to, I remember it's it being a piece like, of shit. I remember it being like big and thinking we were so... It was like a little... Yeah, handicap like this. Big. Yeah, and I had I had one. I actually uh, accidentally destroyed one of my cassette tapes with like the most stuff on it. I was so pissed. I was trying to get it out because I was sending it to this company that takes the. That's how old we are. We used to film on cameras where you put in actual cassettes. <laughs> yeah, and yet we're all like actual that film. Old. That wasn't even that long ago, though. <laughs> no, that was twelve years ago or whatever. Well, let's see. We were we were ten or eleven years old. So shit, that was actually like fifteen, oh, sixteen years ago. Oh, yeah, we are getting old. Yeah. So I was going to send it into this company where they basically put it on a DVD for you, and I was trying to rip it out, and I accidentally completely broke it in half when I was trying to take it out. So I had to throw it away. It's I was just all lost in the memory It's now. horrible. It's all right, though. Some <laughs> things are better left that way. Yeah, exactly. So fast forward a little bit. Um, was it eighth grade, seventh grade, something like that, when you moved to Mexico? Um, I still remember because I was after eighth grade. Right it was after ninth, okay because yeah, I finished ninth over there. So it was three whole years that you that you were my yeah. neighbor, which you lived two houses over from me, and um, I was devastated, dude. I still remember 
it was one of the hardest times in my life when you when you moved because we had become best friends and I was friends with not just you but your whole entire family. You you come from a family of you have seven sisters, right? Or eight sisters? No, seven sisters. Yeah, seven sisters. So you're one of eight and it's all girls. Yeah, well two brothers that passed away when they were when they were babies. Okay. <coughs> and one sister. So there was actually So technically 10, ten total, yeah. Okay. And I mean, I just, I loved your entire family. All of your sisters are amazing. I had nicknames for all of them. (laughs) And I was a part of your family. And it was really hard when you moved away. I had a very hard time. I actually went through like a little phase of depression because I was so upset. And um, we we kept in touch through the years. How how long did you live in Mexico? Do you remember? Because you kind of went back and forth from that point. So maybe if you could just give me a timeline of like where you lived from there how long and then how did we end up meeting back up? Well, yeah, like you said, we stayed in touch throughout the years. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we stayed in touch throughout the years. But uh, after, uh, so I moved after eighth and then I, I, I think I lived there for about five years and that's when I dropped out of high school. I went to, uh, I finished ninth, 10th, shoot, actually, I probably lived there for three years and then dropped out of high school in 11th grade. I okay. finished 11th grade. I never went to 12th. After High school th- dropout? Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> After that, um, I moved... Where the hell... I'm trying to... Think. It was either Colorado or yeah, North Dakota. It was, uh, it was Colorado. So I moved to Mexico, lived there for probably four years after Kansas, and then I went back to uh, Colorado to start doing drywall construction. Okay. And then, Why uh, Colorado? That's where my dad was at the time. Okay. So, um, and your I, dad is—he's a big construction guru. He's yeah. always moving to wherever the hottest, newest city is at. Yeah. And right now, he's actually back in Denver again. Wow. So, uh, after that, after uh, Denver, I moved. Then that's when I moved to North Dakota. Got into the oil fields, truck driving. Crazy. And what? What, th- what? So, what made you get into the oil fields? I'm just trying to take this one step at a, at a time because it's so interesting. All of the different like jobs that you've had leading up to YouTube. So why, why did you move to North Dakota to drive trucks? Like what, how did that come about? That's where it was like in 2011, right before the oil field peaked mm-hmm. and everybody was just all my relatives. That's what I mean by everybody. I have a huge family and we kind of, uh, we've, we've mostly followed each other to wherever like the work was construction. And, and one of our family members got into truck driving in the oil fields in North Dakota. And you make a lot of money doing that. Yeah. A lot of from, money. From not knowing how to drive a semi to getting your license, you instantly started uh, getting paid like $30 an hour, and, mm-hmm. and, I, and it took me like two weeks to get my license. It's crazy. Um, of course, you know. Two not, weeks, that's it? Yeah, it took wow. two weeks. Did you have to take like an online class, or what was that it was process lot, like? Not including probably the studying. Um, the stud- I studied probably for a week beforehand, and then uh, I went to take the, the written test past that, and this, I had to study for all this, and then, uh, and then after that, I pa- did the driving test and passed it for a try. And wh- how was it driving a semi for the first time? Was it weird, or did you feel comfortable? <laughs> the first instantly? time it was automatic, so it was actually kind of simple. Um, I don't know. It was more. It was. It, it was actually kind of simple for me. I caught okay. onto it pretty fast. I mean, you grew up with with you know. A, I mean, not a, you can't compare an ATV to a semi, but you, you know, you grew up with a lot of machinery. toys and yeah. machinery in Mexico, doing all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure it was just secondhand nature to you yeah yeah it's easier to i mean it's easier to drive a stick shift semi than than a car to me probably just really because you don't have to push the clutch into sh- to shift wow so it's a so so how long did you do that for <laughs> uh probably three years and then i went back to construction after the oil field tanked okay 
went back the oil fields tanked yeah they tanked like in i got there at the end i moved i moved to north dakota around 2011 and was there for for the peak around 2012 and then 2013 i think it started going down okay because um, i remember i was going to move up there with you and i was going to drive thank uh, god you didn't <laughs> because you know we had been friends the whole time we had stayed in touch i went and i stayed with you in colorado when you were there and you know we kept our relationship going and um, I remember at the time that you were in North Dakota, when you were making a bunch of money in the oil fields, I was in a weird point in my life because I had just flunked out of community college two semesters in a row. And I wanted to move to Arizona because I wanted to go to a, mu a music school here because I wanted to be a like producer. And it cost $18,000 because it was like a trade school. So it was like, you know, 10 months long, 18 grand. And I couldn't afford it, I had no money, so you're like come up to north dakota and we'll we'll, we'll make you some money <laughs> i was like all right i'm down we had this whole plan where i was gonna move to north dakota and drive oil trucks with you can you imagine that that story <laughs> <laughs> i wonder what would have happened you know probably a lot of shit. probably i mean i still feel like it was inevitable to, to get into youtube you know i, may, I maybe it would have just prolonged that journey Definitely. Because yeah, I think you still would have gotten into it. I mean, you were already doing it at that time. It just wasn't successful, I, I, right? Yeah, I mean, I was doing it, not seriously. I was doing it more as a hobby at that time. I had like, you know, probably five or six videos on my channel. DOS1923. Yeah. It wasn't even Big <laughs> Dots TV that, yet. Yeah. Um, so you're up in the oil fields for three years. And it, it, where did you go from there? Did you go back to Mexico, back to Colorado? I'm trying to think about what happened before we ended up where did kind of meeting back up. And then uh, after, let's see, after the oil fields, I went to Bismarck, North Dakota, which is like an hour away from the town I was driving in. And that's why that's when my dad moved up there to start doing construction. So I went back to do a construction with him because um, as the, the oil field started going down and there was still like a job in it. I also personally had gotten sick of it and sick of living that life, showering once a week. So living out of a truck, you know, eating gas station food. So I just per it's I, not a healthy lifestyle. No, no, I would not I'd probably be dead now if I kept going. Have a heart attack. But so I wanted to just go do something more physical. And I, that's when I went back to drywall because uh, the oil fields hadn't completely tanked yet. But after that, oh, yeah. And then I started the YouTube channel in Bismarck, North Dakota. Uh -huh. So because so so let's get back to, to that. So you I remember that you started in North Dakota. And and why did we start? Because I know we had these conversations because I at that point had been living in Arizona for like two years, maybe one one or two years. I had just started to get a little bit of, of buzz and I remember us talking. I was like, dude, you got to start a YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, Cause I was going to visit, I, I'd go visit like, I'd, it was probably like when I was living in Bismarck, I went like twice a year, probably like two, yeah, two, two, years, in a, two years in a row, I think. And that's, it was the second time I think that, uh, I, cause I remember when I had the epiphany, like for some reason I'd never thought about starting a channel until you simply just told me I should probably start one. And then I remember walking <laughs> into the bathroom and being like, Oh, like I remember peeing. It, it was a really profound <laughs> And um, I remember being like, oh, wait, I, I, I could do that. I mean, we, you know, that's what we did when we were a kid. It was yeah. just something natural. And at the time, I'm like, dude, you got to start it. This is insane. I, I, meanwhile, I have about a thousand followers. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, I think it worked because we started out just doing it for fun, you know. Because exactly. I was still doing drywall, but also doing that for fun on the side. Mm -hmm. And then it, that, yeah. So, so um we started doing it about a year goes by you know i'm in arizona making videos you're in north dakota making videos which that, that had to be so hard in north dakota there's not a lot of people there to begin with so yeah that had to be really challenging i would i would uh, work monday through saturday on drywall like seven to seven to five 
So after work on five, I would just take a pair of changing clothes and I would just put some clothes on and go get a scene or two. After five, like every so day, crazy. to Walmart, go down to the little river, and it was able to work, you know? Yeah. Gained like two, 10,000 subscribers off of that shout out that we did. Yeah, because you, you came out to Arizona. We drove to yeah. San Diego. Me, you, Cody, and, and Chris, yeah. all four of us in my tiny Camaro. <laughs> yeah, that, we dude, drove that so much fun. to San Diego, made a video, and it was actually hitting on girls of different stereotypes was the first yep. collaboration that we did. And yeah, I remember I was like, this is my buddy Juan, you know, he has a channel. And then we made a video for your channel. I shouted out that. Yep. And then it's been you, pretty much history ever since. Three th I remember you got me like 3,000 subs in like a day. We were like, whoa. And... uh yeah, after that, went back to North Dakota. Was able to kept get, grinding. Got like ten after ten thousand subscribers, I believe. I moved over to Phoenix, mm -hmm. and that's the crazy thing about what people don't understand. They think that YouTube is just so easy to start, and that we don't work hard or anything. And the only people that I know that are successful on YouTube are the hardest workers that I've ever met in my life. So you're working, you know, ten hour days doing drywall. After that, you'd go and you'd and you'd get scenes. It, a grocery store, like you said, it, a river area where there was people or whatever. Yeah. And you would just, it would take you probably a week to piece yeah, it together enough scenes to make a video. Yeah. <laughs> and I was in the same boat. Um, me and Chris moved to Arizona together and he had moved back when I was really getting the channel going. And I would go into, into grocery stores and I would set up a camera on the shelf and I would just stay in the frame and make videos that way. And I would drive around for hours and hours and hours going to grocery stores by myself putting a camera on the shelf and filming. I'd even go to college campuses. I'd set up a tripod and I would just stay inside the frame because that's how, how hungry I was. That's how badly, I, excuse me, that's how badly I wanted to be successful and I was willing to do whatever it would take. It would take me a week to make a video and film by myself. You remember that watch my stuff prank, that first video we yeah. ever did for fun? That's what you, I don't even think it's up anymore, but it's not. That's what we were doing even then. You were setting the camera up and then we'd both walk into the scene. That was it's insane. <laughs> and now we have, you know, both of us have multiple camera guys who are amazing at what they do. And sometimes I just, I got to take a step back and just realize, you know, how grateful I am for that and to not take that for granted because where we started, I mean, that was so much harder. Whenever I get down on myself or I feel like unmotivated or anything, I'm like, dude, just think about seven years ago what you were doing, that, <laughs> yeah. how bad you wanted this. Like, this is a walk in the park. It was a fun journey. I, I've had fun along the way, but it's definitely like funner now. <laughs> it, it is because in the midst of it, it's like you got to work 12 hours a day to be successful. You can't have fun. I lost. I mean, I didn't lose a lot of friends, but a lot of my friendships and relationships definitely took a hit because of how focused I was on the work. And that's something looking back, like I realize, but also in the moment, I just wanted it so bad. That's, you know, something I was willing to sacrifice. So um, after you had been in North Dakota for a bit, um, I remember talking to you on the phone because we were planning this whole out, whole thing out. And I was like, we're going to do a YouTube house. And this is before Team 10. This is before, like, you know, all these YouTube houses really existed. And, you know, we were never as big as all of, all of those houses were. But it's funny to think about. We were one of the first original YouTube houses. So we had um, me and Cody, who Cody was living on my couch at the time. And we had Chris, who was moving back to Arizona because I was able to convince him to come back. And then, <laughs> and then I, I got you to agree to come out. So all four of us moved into a house. 
And that's really where it all started. And um, that's where we all really became successful is yeah. in that house on Candlestick, Candlestick Drive. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot oh, of parties, a lot, a lot of, of work and a lot of memories. Yeah. But those were two of the best years of my life, you know, looking back on it. I'm trying to think about how many subscribers I had when when uh, we moved in. I think maybe one or two hundred thousand. Well, yeah, you hit a million there. So mm-hmm. I think, I think yeah, you you might have been at like four hundred thousand. Cause I even think you hit a half million there too. Yeah, yeah. I still remember the day when you hit a hundred thousand. We all were celebrating in the backyard, yeah. chugging beers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was exciting. So so exciting. And it's crazy just to see how big everything has grown now. I'm, I'm super proud of you. Um, you congratulations man. on all your success. Especially recently, man, you've really taken off. How has that been? Is, is it does it feel any different, or is it all kind of the same? Um, it's starting to just all feel the same because I mean, well, it's hard to say. There was a point where it felt different, but now it's it maybe it was at one million where it, it felt different again, and then from now ever since like one million subscribers i think it's felt the same that's what i that's what i feel like ever since i hit a million like that was the big goal i was like i don't think i'll feel that again until 10 million maybe i mean even then though i don't maybe i think i think if we put our worth on numbers we're always gonna we're never we're never gonna catch our worth at that point you know i agree so i think that's deep i think that i realized that and uh i don't care about the numbers that much anymore i just want to have fun making every video as long as i love but I, I have, as long as I'm having fun, you're more working on passion projects. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I've been uploading so much less, but, um, not, I mean, also obviously because of the, the virus, too, right? It makes it really tough. Oh yeah. <laughs> I haven't been able to film anything. I, I had a few ideas for, you know, drive through pranks and pranking delivery drivers and stuff like that. But, um, then I broke my arm, so now I can't film <laughs> anything. So I'm, I'm trying to get creative, but it's, it's tough right now. You, you um, you got a million subscribers in one month. That's crazy. Oh yeah, during the uh, after the like headphone cutting, video, cutting headphones. That is cutting, crazy. Cutting AirPod, or, yeah, yeah. I think that was one of the most liked videos, like of the year or something. I think you almost Maybe, made it yeah. on that YouTube rewind list. I don't know if if I I don't know I don't know if I've almost made it on the rewind. I don't even know how to check that. But yeah, I got a lot of likes. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what to say about it. I forgot. <laughs> That's so funny. So right now things are kind of different and I feel like there's a shift going on because when we started YouTube, you know, that was the biggest thing. Um, And recently in the past one or two years, at least my source of revenue, I think it's similar for you, is almost shift more over to Facebook because they opened up their monetization program and that's been been crazy. And now there's TikTok. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people are spending more time on TikTok because I've realized in the last couple of months, I feel like views have been way down. I feel like there's less people on YouTube. Have you noticed anything yeah, like that? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe there's not less people. Maybe people are just, maybe it's the same thing as always. People are just not like, I think YouTube is controlling like what viewers get what, like, yeah. you know, um, someone that subscribed to your channel may not get the notification. That's true because when I was at um, a creator summit where it's like, you know, you get to talk directly with YouTube. They told me, so now you, you get a notification when someone drops a video that you're that you're subscribed to. If they if they open it, great. If they slide if they slide the opposite direction, just like ignore, check it later. Mm-hmm. They will never get another notification again. It starts an algorithm for and the user. Bats. Doesn't even know that. That's Dude, that, that. That's definitely like. Why do you think they do they do that? That can't be. What's I don't know. It's like, are they afraid of being annoying or? I don't know. Do they just not want people to watch <laughs> I, our videos? I feel like if, if 
I don't know. I think they're definitely making two re- like harsh judgments off of one slide. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they're being so strict on like rules and regulations that a lot of people are moving off of YouTube. Do you see that Joe Rogan just signed an exclusive deal yes, with Spotify? Yes, I did. Are, are they like? Are they um like? Are they it's deleting fully, some of his videos? Now? I don't know or if they'll delete any of the old videos. I don't. I don't think so. But I think going forward, it's all going to be on Spotify. But why? Why did he make that transition? Is did they, he just get a better deal? I or? heard that they offered him like a hundred million dollars. Oh. So, I mean, that's almost a no brainer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, now now he's going to just be able to make content and have fun doing it. Yeah. And and never have have to worry about anything again. I mean, he he already probably. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't think he he needed money. I don't think he needs the money. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But a hundred million and that sets your family up for generations. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So what's been the, the most exciting thing that you've dealt with or experienced through this whole YouTube journey? If you had to pin it down to one thing. Probably uh, just more self-awareness. Um, YouTube's given me the chance to focus on myself and who I am and or what mm-hmm. I think I am. Or, <coughs> you know, before when I was doing construction, working seven, uh, 12 hour days, six days a week, I didn't really have much time to think about anything, you know? Yeah. So I guess that self-awareness is the number one thing I'm happy about. I can agree with that because a lot of times, you know, it's weird seeing yourself on camera and you notice things that you wouldn't have noticed before so like when i'm editing my vlogs or i'm editing a prank and i act a certain way i'm like wow that's what i look like when i act that way and i don't like that like it it kind of you expose yourself a little bit yeah and you're like (laughs) i don't want to act like that usually it's when i'm drunk yeah (laughs) the drunk vlogs so many classic drunk vlogs can't control my drunkness (laughs) but when i'm watching back and i'm like wow like cut that out of the video. That's embarrassing. I can't believe that I looked this way or acted this way. And it does help with your self-awareness because it's something that you wouldn't have seen before. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you having a mirror on you all the time, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's a blessing, but it's also a curse because, you know, sometimes you grow to, <laughs> to hate yourself a little bit or you're too harsh on yourself or you're too judgmental toward yourself. So you got to find the, a balance there, but it's definitely interesting. Yeah. You're sexy. I have to take a piss. Go for Is it. Is that allowed? Yes. <laughs> we'll take a, it's actually at the perfect time. We'll take a quick commercial break and we will be right back. This quick commercial break is being brought to you by DeWalt. Screw harder, faster, and last longer. Welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed that short break and the commercial. So, Juan, how was the restroom? Surprisingly clean. Really? For them, for a man you think cave, so? yes. Well, thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Especially since I only have one hand, I can't really clean it. So <laughs> um, I fooled you. I'm glad it looks clean. It's not. You have no idea what I've done in there. You don't want to know what I've done in there. I would actually shower when you get home. Dumping is allowed in there? Because that's what <laughs> I'm assuming the sign you're talking on the wall? about. Yeah. You see the sign? <laughs> it said no dumping. I have a sign in there that said uh, no dumping, $500 fine above the toilet. Yeah, uh, anyways, so I just want to congratulate you um, on your recent engagement. Oh, thank you. Nora is an amazing girl. I'm super happy for you. Yeah. How's that been, being engaged? Dude, actually awesome. Um, we met uh, about three and a half years ago. At uh, She went to ASU. I met her while I was doing a vlog. And You uh, met her while doing a vlog? Yeah. The That's vlog, incredible. That vlog is still up. Oh, and I remember everyone was commenting. They're yeah. like, oh, bring Nora back. We love her. Yeah. That's when people, yeah, we have, we have, the, we have like really similar teeth or had, I think she has braces. She now, looks so. like the people from your town because the, the people from your town all look similar, right? You guys yeah. all have a certain look to you and she fits in perfectly. She does. I, I remember all the comments saying, is that your sister? She looks 
just like you. And you know how people say you're kind of attracted to people that look mm -hmm. similar to you. Yeah. Um, That's why I'm attracted to extremely hot men with beards. <laughs> 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 I make That's it funny. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we got we got along right away. We didn't start dating right away, um, but we became friends, um, really close friends, and we started hanging out. And you a made lot. a few videos, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Before before we ever kissed, did anything. We got we got to know each other. Um, but well, you've kissed her. Now I have. We, we got before getting married. You've kissed her. It, uh, the first time a month ago. Shame though. on you. It was a month ago though. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, we are engaged now. And uh, things are going pretty good. We're, uh, I don't know when we're getting married. Probably like in a, in a year or a year and a half. Basically when her contract with Google ends, which isn't about them. She's a contract with Google. Yeah. She, um, That's cool. Her job allows them Sounds to legit. work for two years. Wait, so she works for Google? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Good mm -hmm. for her. That's awesome. Or, you know the self-driving vehicles, Waymo? That, that's what the company's uh, called. Okay. So Google owns that. That have you seen those white vans? Yeah, with the big thing those on top. Those things. She okay. works for that company. Wow, that's which, awesome. Um, and yeah, it's owned by Google. So she has to stay in Phoenix for two years. Yeah. Well, it's 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 based in Chandler, but uh, she uh, she just doesn't want to get married before then because she want after marriage we want to travel and just kind of have fun and explore okay. and and uh, she also wants a, a work experience. That's cool. Um, Good for her. So she finishes that contract in about a year, year and a half, and then I think we're gonna get married, and she's just gonna relax. For Where's the bit. wedding gonna be? Here. here? Oh yeah. Here. Okay, sweet. Am I invited? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Juan actually already asked me to be a groomsman. That's right. Gonna take some fire wedding photos. <laughs> so um, you also just recently bought a house. A lot of big steps in life. Congratulations on that as well. How's that? Oh, How's that feel having your own space? I love it, man. Um, roommates were cool, but after a while, yeah, you just want your own. It uh, takes a toll on you. Yeah, and well, we especially we were unknown, like I came from an unorganized roommate experience, so yeah, it was much easier to just move into a house and just me and Nora and whatever. If something's dirty, it's because I made it dirty, so yeah, you know you're okay exactly. with it. Exactly, <laughs> dude. I remember at the house when we all lived together because I had Chief and I had Bear, and Chief shed so much, and I still remember. There was so much hair built up on the stairs, like so thick, and I just didn't give a fuck. I, yeah, I remember in the corner of the stairs. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> like the, no, the, no one even. Reach. <laughs> I can't believe no one was like, "Yo, need to clean this." Like I don't I, think we cared. Yeah, I, I think, think we, we were really, just a bunch of dirty we men just, living in a house when we didn't give a fuck. Yeah, we really just didn't. care. And my dogs destroyed that house. They would like claw through the walls <laughs> and stuff. Like it was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was a good experience, though. That no, was, it definitely that was. was the bachelor life, you know. Exactly. It's like what, yeah. It was whatever, but yeah. So you got your own house. You're engaged. You're be, you're becoming a true man. You're taking the big steps in life, and um, that's super exciting. So now that um, you're going to be getting married, and eventually, I imagine you'll have kids and and all of that. What are your plans for your career? Do you plan on doing YouTube forever, or like, what's your time limit on that? And after YouTube, what what do you want to do? Like, do you have any idea or do you just want to kind of do this for as long as you can and then figure it out afterwards? Um, I think I'm doing what I'm going to do. Um, I don't even know. The thing is, uh, I just want to keep being. <laughs> keep being? I, I mean, like, like I, don't, like, I, I don't even see myself as a YouTuber in a sense. Like, I... I, I, I I'm not, I don't even know. Like, you see yourself I, I, as I a make, creator. I make videos. Uh -huh. um, I th I'll keep making videos. Thing is, this is all just an experience, right? I don't know. I'm just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have any plans? Uh, well, we're You're all just kind of riding the wave. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I am the wave. <laughs> <laughs> I am the wave, dude. You need to put that on a shirt. <laughs> um, that would be great. I just yeah, I just want to keep living, enjoying myself, as long, staying self-aware, um, and trying to find that inner peace. You know, I mean, I, I I still love making videos. Like, I'm not saying I will always be a prankster. I, I'm pretty sure I will make videos as long as I continue to love it. Um, I'm getting into farming. Uh, I love okay. I love that. I mean, I love the idea of owning land. You're getting into farming. Yeah. Tell me more about that. <laughs> um, I just you're a farmer now. I kind of. <laughs> mm, I'm not a farmer, but I farm. <laughs> well, what the hell does that mean? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I I bought some land in Mexico, and we are con we're currently uh, clearing it right now, and we're gonna plant some pecan trees on it. Wow. And I think that's amazing. We're gonna we're gonna start planting in like a, in like six months. So how do you clear? How do you clear land like that? Like, what kind of equipment do you need? How much manpower? Like, basically, what does that process look like? Well, basically, it's just as many tractors as you can afford. When, well, I think I just have one tractor out there right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, just one guy and one tractor. Well, actually, I, I don't know how many guys are out there because I have my dad kind of helping me he's with all of, that. Okay. So he's, he's uh, trying to retire here soon. As soon as we get trees in, he's going to go down there and, and retire with the farm. And that's so he's, cool. He's going to control that while I that's, keep the that's money a good life. In. But uh, yeah, right now I think we just have one big tractor out there, and it's just digging out the mesquites. We have a bunch, just a bunch of mesquites are on the land right now, and they're pretty big mesquites. So the size of what's a mesquite? That's it's a kind of tree. Yeah, it's a type of tree. It's the best type of firewood you can get. So you guys, you can make one huge bonfire. <laughs> we probably shouldn't give it away to the town. Okay. Let everybody just come and take what they can, and then burn the rest. There's going to be way too much. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's full of mesquite right now. We're gonna pull all those out and get it all leveled. Okay. Probably just put a fence around it. That's a lot of work. How much land? It's 250 acres. Woo! <coughs> so they say you're not a process. man if you don't own <laughs> land. I guess so. That makes you one hell of a man. I am definitely trying to be a man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. So why pecan trees? Like, Well, I mean, I don't even know. Uh, are you going to be, are, when, when I go to the mall during Christmas time and they have those nuts with all that cinnamon on it, there's going to be your nuts? That's going to be my, my mouth. Those are, you're going to have my nuts in your mouth. And everyone really watching, you're, they're all going to have your nuts they in are. their mouth? When people ask me in the future how you got all your, your money, I'm going to say, these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really cool, dude. That's exciting stuff. It's good to have, you know, diversify your income, especially outside YouTube and the internet because you never really know what's going to happen. You know, we rely on YouTube and it's been great for seven, seven years now since we started. So it's very steady, but at the same time, you know, it's totally out of our hands. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I hope the internet is just the new economy. It's, I think it will it, be. It seems I, I think if that collapses, everything collapses, I, honestly. So it, I'm not it, worried about it, but it's always good to have yeah. you know other stuff. Yeah, I think the internet is stronger than our economy right now. So, I mean, it looks more promising. And I think it's only going to get better right now. You know, it, it, we've been in a transition process for about 10 years of everything moving from TV and cable to, to the internet. And as all these bigger companies start moving over little by little by little, eventually everything's going to be on the internet. In the next 20 years, when all these old farts die off that are running mm -hmm. and that are the CEOs of, you know, these big networks and cable and all that kind of stuff everything is going to move to the internet think about it this way you have a lot of little sisters right 
Well, how old was the youngest one? Uh, Haley is 11. 11. Shit, she's nine. Oh, is, man, I'm sorry. Haley. Does she watch TV ever, or does she use her computer and watch the internet? Dude, she she watches TV on her phone. <laughs> TV on her phone. Yeah. And, and it, like cable TV or like internet? Or, no, TV? internet. Sorry. Yeah. Like yeah. Wi-Fi, like YouTube. Do Netflix. you think she will ever watch cable TV in her life? I don't know if she knows what cable is, or maybe exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So as this younger generation grows up, and as this older generation dies off, all the money that's in TV is all going to be moved over to the internet. True. Yeah. So there'd be room for everybody. Yeah, there's plenty of room. At least that's what I believe. I could be wrong, but I think, I think the, it's a pretty accurate theory. I think the universe. I mean, I think <laughs> the, the internet is like its own universe, and yeah. it's the size of a universe. There's infinite space on the internet. Wow, that's a cool way to think about it. Is there any special projects that you're working on or any like special projects that, that you want to do, um, you know, throughout the next couple of years? Any special projects? Like for me, when I hit 10 million subscribers, I want to take like a year break from YouTube and make a movie. Oh, okay. Um, nothing specific. One of my, uh, I mean, I just want to travel. Yeah. I want to make travel videos. Okay. Want to like travel. cinematic stuff? Maybe. Uh, uh, informational. I want to tra travel to ancient sites. I'm, I'm obsessed with ancient history and, and ancient uh, civilizations. Really? Yeah. What fascinates you about that? <coughs> um, their structures, like the, the leftover megalithic sites that we're, we're totally mindfucked by. Do you think aliens built the pyramids? No. Hell no. Do I mean, think I man did it. I don't know. I, I don't I think there's so many possibilities. All I know is that we don't know what the answer is. Exactly. I'm 100 percent sure that we don't know what the answer is. So we're left to be able to speculate. I just I just think that um, that there's a lot we don't know about the world. Yeah, I hate it when people are like this is this way and this is why, and they <laughs> act like they know everything when really that, I think that, if that anyone <laughs> that be, that pretends like they know the answers is full of shit because or or just really gullible because we don't know and to and to act like you know is kind of ignorant people that act like they know just kind of need to act like they know in order to try to convince themselves of something you know probably like talking uh talking too much is a sign of someone convincing themselves that trying to convince themselves that what they're saying is real or true wow <coughs> that that's the quote of the day holy <laughs> shit that's that's genius i'm gonna write that one down can you say that one more time Shit, it came so naturally, I already forgot it. I'm Talk. just kidding. What was it? Um, someone who talks... Someone who talks so much oh, yeah. is just trying to convince themselves of the bullshit they're saying. Exactly. Someone that, Something like that. Someone that <laughs> over-explains, someone that's like constantly trying to get their point across is doing that because they're still trying to believe their own point. Wow. That's deep. You got any other quotes? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm willing to learn today. <laughs> How's your mom doing? Good man, she uh, she just got to Denver. My dad uh, has been in Denver for like the last couple of weeks, and uh, my mom just got back to visit. Her birthday's coming up, and uh, happy birthday, Natalia! Woo! So uh, yeah, we're, she, we're actually I'm going to Denver actually tomorrow. Oh wow! Um, tomorrow morning, flying over there to go spend time with her and my dad. You got a face? You got a mask? I do have a mask. Yeah. Good. I was going to say, I got one for you if you need it. No. Could you I'm ask your mom, because your mom's really big into natural healing remedies, oh, right? Yes. Yeah. Could you ask her for me if there's anything that I can do to help with my arm? Dude, absolutely. I'll ask I'm sure her. she'll have something and, and, or and some sort of drink that she I'm can sure have in there. I'm sure she will have something that, maybe something for bones or yeah, it helps that'd be bones awesome. heal faster. I don't know. Um, she will have something and I'll bring it. Yeah, that would be incredible. 
Well, man, this has been real. I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, dude, thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy we got pound, to finally do pound this. Pound my ass, dog. On the camera? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for watching. If you guys aren't already subscribed to Juan, then go ahead and exit out of this video and unsubscribe from me. I'm just kidding. If you guys aren't <laughs> subscribed to Juan, make sure you click the link in the top of the description. Subscribe to him. Follow him on Instagram. Uh, that was epic. Eleven, correct? I got it changed to that was epic. Oh, you got the username. Yeah. Congrats! All right, that was epic. Make sure you guys hit him up. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, I actually have a really special announcement. We actually started a new channel just for the man cave. So if you guys could also subscribe to the new channel, the man cave, I'll put that in the description as well. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.